Hey there, friend. I'm thrilled that you've decided to join me each week here on the podcast as I read through the Inventory Genius book. Now, if you're anything like me, you're going to put these principles into practice so much more quickly if you highlight, underline, and put dates beside each actionable step. So if you haven't grabbed your paper copy of the Inventory Genius book yet, I want to encourage you to head on over to sierrastockland.com and grab your copy. I'm so excited to sign it and drop it in the mail for you. I want you to have that paper copy in front of you as you listen each week to each chapter I read. This way, as things stand out to you, as you have questions, as you have thoughts, and as you decide to take action, you can highlight, underline, and follow along in the paper copy as you listen to me read each chapter. So head on over to sierrastockland.com, grab your copy, I'll sign it, and I'll drop it in the mail. Now back to the podcast. Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. I am your host, Sierra, a profit strategist and inventory genius. And I am really excited today to be back in the interview sphere. So I've done a lot of um, episodes lately where you've just heard my voice talking about numbers and inventory. And so we need to switch it up. We need to have a little fun today. Um, Monica and I have been chatting for a few months now, actually over the summer, um, about bringing her on the show. I've never had a guest expert before that talk specifically about Etsy. So you guys are really in for a treat. Um, Monica, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So introduce yourself first. We need to know all about you and why we should listen to you today. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, if we look about three or four years back, started this entrepreneur journey with my own small business of organic skincare. So at that point in time, I was working in a corporate office. I went to school for business, worked in corporate for eight years. But while I was working in corporate, I just knew that this wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I kind of got a little scared when I thought about doing that for the next 40 years into the foreseeable future with no end date. So while I was working in my corporate job, I knew that there was something else that I should be doing. And I really focused in on finding different hobbies and figuring out what my passions were. And through that fun journey, I started to experiment with all natural organic skincare. And this is something that really was important for me because my mom battled two different types of cancer. So I saw her go through cancer, beat cancer, everything that comes with that full journey and that full cycle. And when I started to really research about chemicals and products, chemicals and food, how your diet, how your activity impacts your health. And then when I started to experiment with skincare, I knew I was onto something. So I came out with plant-based beauty, which was a small business with handmade organic skincare products. And I like most people, when you start a business and you have this idea and you start to get some traction, you just think, okay, I have this great product and everything is just going to really implode out of nowhere. Yes. The customers are going to come. Everything's just going to fall into place. And I left my full-time job with that in mind. And I had a pretty rude awakening when I had my first month working for myself full-time and 
I heard crickets and I was just in shock because I was now working 40 hours, 50 hours on my business and my sales weren't increasing. So I really had to take a step back and strategize and figure out how do I want my business to grow? What avenues can I use? How can I be smart about this instead of going to markets every single weekend and posting on Instagram every single day? What can I do that will actually make my business easier on me? And one of the ways that I started to just think a bit more strategically was to utilize Etsy to get in front of more people. So I had my business, I had my Instagram, I had my website, and I also had Etsy specifically to get in front of all of the shoppers, all of the people, all of the customers that are going to Etsy looking for items that are unique, made by small businesses, potentially handmade, all of that fun stuff. So I was pretty successful on Etsy after I took quite a bit of time really learning the nuances of it. I ended up growing my small business to multiple six figures. And then I ended up realizing that I wanted to share this knowledge with other small business owners. So about a year and a half ago, I switched to full-time coaching and now I help other small businesses grow and scale, help them get started on Etsy, get seen on Etsy, and really just have another awesome revenue stream on Etsy. That's great. And I am really excited to talk to you because you are needed. Absolutely. Um, I have a couple wholesalers um, you know, that are starting out, or I have had that have started out um, and they've tried Etsy and just, it hasn't worked for them, or they're just overwhelmed with all the fees and they feel like it eats into margin. That's what I've always heard. Um, and I don't specialize in anything like that. So when you reached out, I was really excited to connect with you. So maybe let's just start with a couple amazing wins that your clients have had, because I think that's going to open the conversation for what we need to do and work on in order to be successful, you know, on the Etsy platform. Yeah. Oh, such a great question. So I'll answer this in two ways. Cause how I really teach Etsy is there's two types of people depending on the stage in their business and that can benefit from Etsy. So if you're brand spanking new and you don't have your own website and you have a product and you're like, where can I get in front of more people? Etsy is a great opportunity because it's pretty easy to get started. You don't have to build this website from scratch. You're not spending all this time on, on that. And it's also pretty economical compared to website hosting fees and hiring sure. a designer to create a website for you. So if you're brand new, starting on Etsy is phenomenal. But where I really like to help people is the established small business owner who has their own website, has a great Instagram following, has professional photos, professional labels, and they're trying to tap into another audience to get in front of more people to continue to grow and scale and just sell more of their products. So one of my members, Daisy from Little Buddha, she had all of that website, professional photos, branding labels. And when we started working together, she had the same exact um, thoughts that you just mentioned that someone has said to you of, I already tried Etsy. So you're telling me I have to go back on Etsy when I already tried this, it didn't work. And where she is now is she has 1,175 orders on Etsy. Since we started working together, she started with zero. So that really shows that that's 1,000 people that she maybe would have never gotten to sell her products to, who would have never heard about her, who would have never tried her products and became these raving fans because these people, a lot of shoppers are only going to Etsy. They're not going to Google because when you search on Google, you're sure. mostly getting the people who are the big brands who are paying for ads. 
They're not going to Instagram and looking for small businesses for products and, and messing around hashtags. A lot of people go to Etsy for unique products. So that's one win I wanted to share of an established small business owner who has great websites and went back to Etsy once we started working once we started working together and saw just some incredible results. And that's that's really the beauty of it. And I have so many of my members, Diana from Moda Magic, same exact situation. And she's getting people who are buying 50 units of her products on Etsy from finding her on Etsy. So it's just a great tool to get in front of more people. Yeah, that's so interesting. I never thought about that. So really the person who's shopping Etsy, um, they don't want to search for organic skincare made in the US because they're probably going to get directed to Amazon or, you know, even Walmart or something. And that's just not what they want. They want to support small business or they don't even know what to look for. It's really tough exactly. to scroll through Instagram to try to find a particular product and then, oh, this is a retailer. It's a wholesaler. I can't buy from them. So this is a particular buyer on Etsy. Do you feel like Etsy buyers are loyal to the Etsy platform? Do they shop Ooh. multiple brands and, and items if they're Etsy buyers? That's a really good question. And this is a drawback that some people say about Etsy because Etsy shoppers are pretty loyal to Etsy and Etsy has a really strong brand name. So what I like people to always do is if someone buys from you on Etsy, you want to make sure that the merchandising experience, the package that they get, you have some sort of marketing postcard that talks about your Instagram, talks about your website, has a potential coupon to get people onto your website. You want to make sure the labels of your products have your website and Instagram. So if people a couple months later after they've used it or when they're thinking about getting another one, they know where to go in case they can't remember. So there's a small subtle ways that we can get people into your world because that obviously is best case scenario. We want people on your Instagram Instagram, on your website, that's going to be where people are spending, um, where you are making the most money when someone's buying from you directly, right? But I do think that even though Etsy customers are loyal to Etsy, we can use these little ways to get them over to your Instagram and website. But then the question really is, is that customer worth it for you, even if they may be a very Etsy loyal customer that if they buy from you again, they may buy from you on Etsy. And in my point of view, it's would you rather have that customer or not have them at all? Because they may only find you from Etsy. So if you're not there, it's probably a yes or no situation of they know about you or they don't know about you. So when you're selling a physical product, that's priced between $20, $30, $40, each. It's truly a game of numbers. So you have to be where the people are shopping because to make the biggest impact, to reach your goals, it's about getting in front of as many people and selling as many products as possible. We're not selling like $2,000 items here where if you sell a couple per week, you're fine. It's truly a game of numbers and getting in front of as many people as possible. So I always say, go where the people are shopping have your own website, have Instagram, be on Etsy, reach out to stores, get into other boutiques, have all of these channels working for you. And that's how you really grow and build your business. Okay. That's really interesting. So what do you think are a couple of things people do wrong when they try Etsy and they say it just doesn't work? It didn't work. I'm going to pull off the platform. What are some things that they're doing wrong that we can yes. help correct? Great question. So with Etsy, and I think in the product business world in general, gone are the days where you can just come out with any product and be one of the few that are selling that type of product and actually get a ton of sales from it. We have to think about how many small businesses are out there. 
and how easy it is to start a small business. It's never been easier before to start a small business. Anyone, for example, can buy a kit on Amazon to make their own candles, add their own of entry to start a small business are so low that anyone can start it. And yeah. that means that competition is high and markets are saturated. So the thing that people struggle with on Etsy, and I think this is just overall for all small businesses, okay. product-based business owners, is that to stand out, you have to be the best option available. This is no longer about being one of the few candles that are on Etsy. If you happen to be on Etsy 10 or 15 yeah. years ago before they really took off or on Instagram or wherever else, this is truly about being the best of the best. And when a customer is shopping, they have to know and see your products and start to automatically think this is what I want. The photos, the labels, the information that, that you share, the marketing levers that you use on Etsy. Once you really know how to work all of those different levers, then you become a no-brainer for the customer. So where okay. I think a lot of people mess up is that they think Etsy is as simple as let me put my list listings up and all of a sudden I'm going to have sales. And there is no like, you know, what do they call it? Pot of gold at the end of the yeah. rainbow for anything that you do as a small business owner. It's truly going to require effort and understanding how to optimize that particular channel. So for Etsy, it's about being the best of the best because there's a lot of competition and it's about knowing that you're talking talking to a shopper that probably doesn't know about you. They're not your Instagram follower. They're not on your website. They don't know you. So making sure you have every single potential detail that they need in your description, using all 10 photo placements on Etsy, not just to show different iterations of the product, the front, the back, the side, the left, the right, but actually to educate about your products in your photos, to show social proof, have a review in your photos, to show other products in your photos so people start to see what else they can get, to show the product in use to evoke emotion. So all of this is essentially marketing, right? How you really meet the needs of the customer where they are by educating social proof, giving them all the details that they need, showing the product in a way that's going to entice them to buy. And that's really what I focus on and what I teach in my course, because once you learn how to do that, that's how you stand out on Etsy, but that's also how you stand out on your website. That's yes. how you stand out on Instagram. That's how you stand out anywhere. So it's, it's really fun because it's just about learning how to really be the best of the best and portray that to your customers. Yeah. So good. Well, before we jumped on here, we were talking about what type of clients I work with and I have a vast array of makers, wholesalers, manufacturers, distributors, and a lot of retailers, of course, would this be a platform that a retailer could use? So let's say I had a small shoe boutique, um, or I had a skincare boutique or a salon that carried skincare. Could I use Etsy to sell my products? Yeah, 100%. I would recommend that anyone who has products, so if you have a boutique, to put your products up on Etsy because that's going to be another online revenue stream for you. And Etsy used to be very strict about every single item has to be handmade. And okay. there's still some rules. You can't be, for example buying something off of Alibaba and then reselling it on Etsy. Some people get away with that, but they are getting a little bit more strict to not do that. But if you have a product in your boutique, that's not 
in that situation that is made and that you are selling, then that's something you can put on Etsy just to get more traffic, get more people to hear about you, get another revenue stream. And they're probably not going to be local people that are going to stop by your actual in-store boutique. Maybe they are, but hey, you get some online shoppers and you start to get more exposure that way. So the advice that I would give is, because I know with boutiques, you may have like a ton of different SKUs. So I would focus on your best sellers, like put your best sellers up on Etsy instead of trying to get 50, 100 different SKUs on there. But put put your best sellers on there and see what happens. And that may open up an entire revenue stream of new people that can find you and, and buy some of the products that you sell. I love that. Okay, so we would be amiss if we didn't talk numbers here at the end of our conversation because everyone that tunes into the Inventory Genius podcast is very interested in improving profitability. So, you know, we mentioned this a bit at the beginning, we get pushback on the fees. Etsy takes so much. How can I afford it? What does it do to my margin? How do you help your clients just work through that and set themselves up for success so that they still are realizing the margin and the profitability that they need, even though they're using this as a platform? Yes. Such a great question. Okay. So Etsy's fees in total are about 9% and 3.25% of that is a credit card processing fee, which you're going to get no matter where you sell, as long as you're accepting credit cards. So really Etsy, the Etsy platform takes about 6% in fees. And if you think about that, if you sell something for hundred dollars, cool, they're taking $9 total. Or if you sell something for 50, they're taking $4 and 50 cents total. So the fees, when you actually break it down, are not that bad. But the key here is your pricing has to be right. You have to understand the actual cost of your product, the raw materials, the labor that goes into it, every single component, the overhead. And you have to know how to take your cost of goods and actually get to your retail price. Because if you are just coming up with a random price because someone else is charging this for a similar item or because this feels good or because X, Y, Z, well, then you're throwing a dart with a blindfold on and who knows if you're making money anywhere, right? So if you have your actual numbers done properly with your cost of goods and doubling that for wholesale and then doubling that for retail, 9% fees is not gonna make or break you. And how I like to explain it to customers customers is, or to, um, to people in my program is that 9% fee is in exchange for your time to not have to be on Instagram, to not have to do all the marketing because you only pay that fee if a product is actually sold. So it's basically commission. You're paying them commission if they bring you a customer and if the customer actually purchases. So from my perspective, I can spend a couple hours on Instagram talking about my products, building that community, which is required and essential of growing any business. But you can also then really outsource this other avenue to have Etsy bring customers to you and pay them a commission when the sale comes in. So I think for me, it's really making sure your products are priced properly where a 9% fee doesn't make or break you. And then understanding the trade-off of their bringing customers without much of your time. Once you know how to optimize Etsy and really get set up, then they're going to bring the customers to you and then you're going to get the sale. So it's a trade-off of that fee in exchange for all the services that, that they're giving. So that's how I like to view it. I mean, I I am totally fine with paying for fees on platforms because it helps alleviate the workload of the yeah. business owner. And it's just a trade-off that, that we have to get more comfortable and more, I think, open-minded to and, and it helps us out in the long run. Yeah, that's so good. So what can we expect if we tell us about your programs? You have a course, 
a group, like to yeah. kind of break it down for us and what we could learn from you. Yeah, absolutely. So my program is called Etsy Algorithm Secrets. And what I would recommend for someone who's interested is I actually have a free training called How to Stand Out and Sell Out on Etsy. And that's really going to give you more of the framework of how Etsy works and some tips to get started. So when we think about Etsy, what really comes down to is three steps. You have to appear on that first page search results, right? If someone's looking for something in particular and they're searching for a particular item, you have to be on page one because no one's going to get to page six or seven yeah. if that's where you are. So that's like Etsy SEO. Then you also have to attract their attention because not only do you get on the first page once you know how to do that, but there's still 60 other products on that first page. So how do you attract attention and eyeballs to your listing with your main photo, the different marketing levers, things like that. Then once they click on your photo, click on your listing. Now it's about confirming expectations. This is the 10 photos to educate, social proof, evoke emotion, the description, every single piece of information a customer may need. And then step three is really the trust decision. So once a customer has gotten to that state, now it's that, okay, am I going to add this to cart or not? And this is really where reviews are so important, especially on a place like Etsy, when there's so many different small businesses and sellers that if you you have amazing, incredible reviews that's going to give trust to the customer. And the beautiful thing is the more reviews you have, Etsy is going to show you to more people too. So that's how I really break it down in my free training, appear, attract, confirm, and trust. And I talk you through how that really works, the strategy behind it, and some tips to get started. So that's where I would recommend people to go. And that's at monicalittlecoaching.com slash Etsy webinar. And then once you get a feel for that, then I have a course called Etsy Algorithm Secrets, which is really just implementation mode. It's how do we okay. bring this to life? How do we take these components and the exact steps and strategies to bring that to your Etsy shop? So you start to see results from it. And then within my course, you also get a personalized Etsy audit where I will review your Etsy nice. shop and give you some feedback since every small business and every shop is a little bit different, right? And then I do have a Facebook group just for continued support community. Um, I know questions pop up here or there. So having that for people to turn to when they need anything additional. So that's how, it. yeah, that's how I help people with my, with my programs. Um, and it's just been so fun. I love it. So it's been a really good time. Well, congratulations on niching down. Um, I think it's wonderful that you're specific to this part of the industry um, because you're an expert then in the field and people can ask you questions. You've done it yourself. You've worked with lots of clients who have been successful. Um, you've seen lots of stores that needed a little tweaking. So between all that, I know that you can offer help. So it's really nice to visit with you today, Monica. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you so much. And I will get all of the links. We'll put them in the show notes so that you guys, and we'll email them out. So you're able to connect with Monica for sure. Take the free training. There's like no risk in that. You might as well explore it. See if you feel like this is something for you um, and just dive in a little bit and then move on um, to get some more support and help and maybe jump into the course. So you can get that audit. I think that could just be such a great, great thing for everyone here. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius podcast. I'm excited to chat with you again next week. Um, for now, stay safe and I will see you all next week. Bye for now. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you want to dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. 
I wanna help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck, because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me, I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey there, friend. Chances are, if you're listening to the Inventory Genius Podcast, it's because, well, you really wanna become an inventory genius. If that's you, then let's stop just listening. Let's stop just collecting information. Let's start doing. I wanna invite you to grab your copy of the Inventory Genius book. I wrote this book with you in mind. It delivers bite-sized actionable steps that will help you use your inventory to create more profit and keep more cash in your business. This is a really easy to read book. In fact, I designed it specifically for the busy inventory-based business owner. It only takes about two hours to make your way through and you're gonna leave with practical bite-sized steps so you can start implementing the principles of the Inventory Genius Method immediately. Head on over to sierrastockland.com where you can grab your ebook, your audible version, or the printed copy. Enjoy. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24 seven so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com.